Hi, I'm Kate, and welcome to the Picture House Podcast, where we discuss the architecture, design, and history of America's early cinemas. We hope that telling the stories of these places and the people associated with them will help you explore their place in our collective memory and our communities today. On what was already about a 20-hour road trip, I added even more time by purposely going out of my way to see the fabled Egyptian theater in DeKalb, Illinois, and it was so worth it. This wonderfully restored theater is one of few Egyptian revival-style ones remaining in the U.S., the only one in the Midwest, and a really high example of the style in a pretty unassuming place. Egyptomania, or Tutmania if you prefer, was so strong after the discovery of King Tut's tomb in 1922 that Egyptian influences seeped into nearly every aspect of the culture at the time, even reaching into small towns in America's rural heartland. Early in 1928, the DeKalb Theatre Company decided to build a new theatre. Although they had not yet selected a site, they had already retained the services of architect Elmer Bairns. The decision to erect another theatre was made in order that the growing needs of the community might be met. The theatre was slated to seat 1,500 persons, roughly twice that of the company's previous location, the Princess Theatre. Mr. Bairns, who will be the architect in charge of the plans for the new theatre, is a man of many years' experience in this field of architecture. He designed the beautiful St. Charles Theatre, the Pekin Theatre, Elmhurst Playhouse, the new Woodstock Theatre, which was recently opened, and many others in Illinois and other states. He has promised the members of the company that he will build a modern, up-to-date playhouse, a structure that will be one of the most beautiful in this part of the state. The building that will be erected will be a big credit to this community. The foundation for the building was laid in the fall of 1928 by DeKalb firm Goldbeck & Ekstrom. The theater was part of a larger public improvement project that totaled roughly $350,000 and was meant to include a modern store and apartment building, which would appear from the outside as part of the theater. At the end of April 1929, materials were beginning to arrive and contracts were awarded for construction of the new theater, with the largest going to DeKalb companies. The general contract, calling for the erection of the building, had already been awarded to the firm of Goldbeck and Ekstrom. Swanson Brothers were awarded the electrical contract, while the plumbing and heating contract was awarded to T.W. Skelly. Excavation work, as well as hauling of supplies and equipment, was handled by Nelson and Company. On April 29, 1929, Anton Goldbeck of Goldbeck & Ekstrom said work would start the next day. Material for the new playhouse has been ordered and some of it has arrived. Everything is in readiness to start work and there is no reason why there should be a delay in the building of the playhouse. DeKalb's new theater will have 1,597 seats. It will resemble a modified Egyptian temple in both outside and interior appearance. The exterior is to be of colored terracotta. The ceiling will have all the appearances of the natural sky, carrying out to the last degree the appearance of the old Egyptian temples. On May 7, 1929, a force of workmen employed by the Goldbeck & Ekstrom contracting firm started to lay brick on the new DeKalb Theater Company building. Work on the new theater building will now be started in earnest. At that time, it was hoped that the building would be completed in about six months. Work must have proceeded relatively on schedule. By early December, the final touches were frantically being completed. 
The plasterers, delayed for a few days, completed their work today. The decorators will be finished by Monday. The seats have been installed in the balcony and were being installed on the main floor today. The carpeting is being sewed for laying and will be laid on Sunday and Monday. The sound equipment has been installed and is now being tested. The stage equipment, such as curtains, drapes, and decorations, will be brought to DeKalb tomorrow by truck and will be put up on Sunday and Monday. Overtime work is necessary in order to complete the theater by the date set early this week, but those in charge of the various crews have promised their cooperation in making possible the opening of the new 1,600-seat house on the specified evening. National Theater Supply Company of Chicago furnished the projection booth equipment, stage scenery and rigging, house and stage draperies, carpets, lighting fixtures, canopy sign, and box office equipment. The resulting Art Deco building cleverly employed Egyptian motifs in a meaningful way. Because of Barron's interest in Egyptology, the building didn't just include some random variety of hieroglyphics and Egyptian symbols. Instead, Barron's embellished the building around a central theme of Ramses II. Centered on the terracotta facade above the marquee is a 20-foot-tall stained-glass window featuring a scarab holding up the sun god Ra while standing on the earth. I would love to share with you who made the stained glass, but sadly I didn't come across that in my research. This middle section of the facade is slightly recessed and features some additional design elements, including a winged sun. Flanking this recessed section are detailed pharaoh sculptures. An additional one is located on the southwest corner of the building. Tapered windows that flank the doors at the entrance add an additional little touch of Egyptian temple to the building. Inside, the theater's walls of large, sandstone-like blocks give patrons the feeling of the outer chamber of an ancient tomb. The main lobby features mosaic multicolored tiles, many of which came from other decal businesses. The lobby's cream-colored plaster walls are decorated with eight pillars topped with cornices of golden lotus blossoms and palm leaves. Tons of other Egyptian motifs adorn the lobby. Urns, golden falcon wings, golden serpents, and the sun. The atmospheric auditorium mimics a royal Egyptian courtyard and features murals of famous Egyptian scenes, including the Pyramids of Giza and the Temple of Ramses II. Ads placed in DeKalb's Daily Chronicle in the days leading up to the theater's opening have some marketing copy that is just too wonderful not to share. The grandeur, the surpassing beauty of the most luxurious temple of amusement will be yours to glory in and enjoy. A veritable palace of romantic enchantment. A miracle of theater construction that transplants to the heart of DeKalb County, a verdant garden of old Egypt, the exotic lure of a moonlight night on the Nile. And here in this setting of splendor and romantic charm, we have provided for your comfort and convenience every modern facility, every device to be found in a thoroughly modern playhouse. Acres of parking space and... 1,600 comfortable seats were part of the revelation that awaits you. The management's message to their prospective patrons was as follows. With the opening of the new $300,000 Egyptian theater at DeKalb, our policy will be to present, not only in the inaugural, but at all times and throughout all our programs, the choicest of talking pictures splendidly presented by the Western Electric Sound System, the most perfect sound reproducing yet invented. In addition to this, every Sunday and after December 28th, Saturdays as well, we will present refined and selected vaudeville. 
All of this comes to you with the knowledge that no city, however large, can or does present finer offerings. It comes, too, with the assurance that our 1,600 comfortable seats is a warranty against overcrowding or disappointment, that there is plenty of parking space when you drive, and our yet further promise that every show advertised as appearing at the Egyptian theater will be exactly as promised amid luxurious, comfortable surroundings and amid a refined atmosphere and appreciative companionship. Suggestions from our patrons will be in order always. Constructive criticism will be more than welcome. The Egyptian theater represents a huge investment. We can realize upon this investment only as we please you. The management extends to you and your friends a cordial invitation to visit this theater. DeKalb's Egyptian Theater opened on Tuesday, December 10, 1929. Doors opened at 6 p.m., and an orchestra played an hour program before the curtain rose on the first show at 7 and the second at 9. Although the theater has 1,600 seats, it is expected that every seat will be filled when the curtain goes up on the initial show. The opening wasn't limited to just one night. A whole week of inaugural events took place. Upon its opening, the theater quickly became a staple in the area, showing not only movies, but regularly hosting live programs from musical performances to political speeches. For much of its life, the theater was owned by the Thomas K. Valos family, who operated a number of theaters in the western suburbs of Chicago. The theater closed in November of 1977, and in March of the following year, a group of local citizens formed the Preservation of the Egyptian Theater, or PET, group. They reopened the theater in October of 1978, and after purchasing the building outright, worked with local authorities to obtain a $2.1 million grant to renovate the theater. It reopened in September of 1983, and still runs today. Historical photographs show that the marquee changed at least once over the years. The original rectangular marquee featured the winged sun on three sides, and there was a vertical sign lettered with Egyptian and topped with a pharaoh wearing a conical Egyptian crown. By the late 1930s, this vertical sign was gone, and the box marquee had been replaced with a simpler one. The winged suns were gone, replaced by bulbed rectangles with the word Egyptian in them in neon. It looks like this marquee lasted at least through the 70s. The current marquee was installed in the early 80s. Today, DeKalb's Egyptian Theater is one of only a handful of that style still standing, and is the only one east of the Rockies. And again, and I can't stress this enough, it's amazing. Go. Go see it. And when we can go to shows again, go and do that there too. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you'll join us for our next episode. We'll jump ahead a few decades to check out the mega-mod Cooper Cinerama Theatres. Until then, may your seats be ever in the center. 